Hey guys, welcome to the Goose Knob Show. I have my retainer in, so it's probably gonna be a little lispy, but quick idea. I think that what the Bible means by, um, I think, like, you always gotta be, well, there's an idea in the Bible that you know, you don't know where, when the end times will be. And they could be any time. At least that's how it kind of says or kind of speaks. And it says that you should always be prepared. And I feel like like well, the Bible actually does say that you know, you can kind of tell when you're in the end times, given a bunch of these prophecies and stuff. So it kind of takes away the element of surprise that it says in a lot of different parts of the Bible. But but I, I do think that these two ways of talking about the end times and the apocalypse aren't contradictory. Because for each subjective person, maybe experiencing the world but perhaps um i mean the way that i kind of conceptualize it is you die right you don't know when you're gonna die you could die tomorrow you could I mean, think about the people you know in the in the twin towers there's probably some guy working on his in his office and then a plane <laughs> goes through his window i mean you don't know when you're going to die. You don't know when it's coming. And um, and my thought is that when you die, you're transported to the future. When you die, you know, your your consciousness comes back at the resurrection. And, and you know, you die... And then, and then you see the end times and you're there. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's the way it happens. I don't know. But, um, I feel like, like, that's, that's kind of my thought. Like, you know, you don't know when the Lord is coming. You don't know when the apocalypse is coming. Because for each subjective individual, you know, the apocalypse could come right then. Right then and there and now. Um, anyway, that's the thought. Tell me, tell me if this is uh, this is against against Catholic doctrine, and I'll I'll revise my my thoughts on this. <laughs> I got that I got that biscuit. I got that, I got that biscuit. I got, I got that biscuit. <clears throat> I have, I have, uh, some calculations to share with you guys. So, after looking at, after perusing the Wikipedia on caffeine, it seems that the lethal dose LD50 or lethal dose of 50% of the population on caffeine is around 
I think it's 150 milligrams per kilogram of body weight. Now, let's say, let's say I'm 95 to 100 kilograms. <laughs> um, that would mean that, you know, around, uh, is it? Hundred and uh, let me just hundred hundred and fifty hundred and fifty thousand milligram or fifteen thousand milligrams of caffeine is my my lethal dose fifty right now I, I noticed something very interesting on this can of yerba mate that uh, that I've been drinking <laughs> that I've been drinking um, <laughs> it says. It says that there's protein in it. It says protein, one gram, <laughs> one gram. And let's say the average, I believe um, the the recommended daily value of protein every day is 50 grams. So if I wanted to get, if I wanted to use, use yerba mate as a, as a protein drink, then... I would need to drink 50 cans of yerba mate. <laughs> now, now I thought to myself, okay, 50 cans. Isn't that, well, I, I calculated 60. Because I, 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 I eat a little more protein. I eat 60 grams. But anyway, 50, 60 cans. Isn't that going to be a lot? Isn't that too much? But then I did the calculations. I ran the numbers. I crunched the numbers. So 15,000, 15, right? That's the, that's the lethal dose, 50. Now, a can of yerba mate is 150 milligrams per can. You know, let's say times 60. That's 9,000. <laughs> that's 9,000 milligrams of caffeine. In 50, in 50, um, in 50 cans of yerba. So technically, if I wanted to, if I was crazy enough, I could drink 60 cans of Yerbo and get all the daily recommended value of protein I wanted, and I'd still be 40% below the lethal dose 50 of, of caffeine. <laughs> so... So you heard it here first, guys, on the Gusnav show. Cat, yerba mate, the energy drink, is a pr actually a protein drink. By the way, everything I said in that last segment is not medical advice. Anyway, or dietary advice or anything like that. It's a, it's a, it's a joke for, for legal reasons. Anyway, um, what were we talking about? Um... The, the point I was going to make was that, uh, hold on, I, f I forgot. Okay, okay, I remembered. The funniest thing to do, or the funniest thing you could, a funny thing to say is, all right, fellas, let's get to work. When, when you actually aren't even going to do anything that's remotely considered work, I don't know. There's there's a, there's a classic meme. There's a classic meme from 2016. It says, uh, "It's called it's called Big Coat Season." 
has like Drake and one of the guys from Seinfeld and some other people, and they're all, they're they're all. <laughs> let me let me let me find this for you. Big coat season. Uh, meme. All right, here we are. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it starts out with, "Hey boys, we going on patrol." <laughs> Yo, what's good? And that's Trump saying that. Yo, what's good, Trump? Let's do it. And that's what Drake says. Hold up, where yo coat at? <laughs> and then the whole final frame is, "Apologies, fellas. Let's get to work." Oh, that's just so classic. He's like, let's get to work. I mean, what, what are you guys working on? What, what, what does it mean to go on patrol? And how is going on patrol equivalent to work? And then big coat season. He needs a big coat. To, to, he needs a big coat to go on patrol. <laughs> Which is considered work. Uh, in a, uh, you know, it's... It's a phrase, obviously, but still, it's just funny. Uh, so, so yeah, that's a <laughs> the play, that's the platonic meme right there. That's the perfect. I don't know. That's that's where humor peaked. I would say. <clears throat> I did the math, and French people are aliens. You can fact check me all you want, but this is. Uh, this is undeniable. This is speaking as an Anglo-Saxon. There's something really, really visceral about, I guess, somebody holding like a, a dead European goose, like one of those big, fat, white geese, especially maybe by the neck, in for with the intent of eating it. There's something like extremely visceral about that. Just a, a giant fat goose that you're holding in your hands by the neck often. And then uh yeah, and then and then eating it. Am I making sense? <laughs>